Hello guys, welcome to episode 2 of Penzi. Um, this is a journey that has just begun the other day. It has been a journey that I had thought of quite a while ago, but uh, you know, I was kind of lazy to start. Um, but now I'm glad that I started and we can be able to discuss and share our opinions on matters to do with sex, love and relationships as we consult the word of God as the standard of how we should relate so i'm i am happy that you are able to tune in so that we can discuss these matters together and today today i want us to discuss where it all starts and uh i have done an episode of this in a particular tv station online tv station i'll be giving the link you can check it on youtube that is wema tv and we want to know what is the genesis of love where does love start where should it start must it start there and what are the implications if we don't start from that point so today i want us to, to discuss on where does love start where should it begin where should this scene and love romance movie begin yes and um i said this is a christian podcast so we are going to consult our bibles a lot and um i don't know if you have your bible close by if you don't have the hard copy you know you have the soft copy with you and I would want us to turn to the book of Genesis chapter 1 because that, that is what forms the basis of everything that we are going to discuss today. Genesis chapter 1 and verses 1. Actually, the first four words of the Bible. Genesis 1 verses 1. And the first four words of the Bible are, In the beginning, God. Now, um, there are two types of Christians. There are those Christians that see these four words as just, you know, the, the, the opening words of the Bible. But then there's a second category of Christians that look at these words as the words that form the, found, the, the foundation of living. It is the, 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 the basis on which their lives thrive. So, I don't know what kind of Christian or what category of Christian you are in, um, uh, depending on the, on the two that I've mentioned. I don't know where you lie. But I want us to discuss these four words of, of the bible because they're very critical and they're very important if our lives are to thrive so in the beginning god you know does it not hit you in your mind like why why these four words you know it could have been in the beginning something else you know in the beginning there was the earth and the clouds in the beginning you know there were a lot of stuff but then the bible is very intentional and i i believe god is very intentional even in the smallest details of our lives god is very intentional so the first four words in the beginning god and th this i know they're, they're, they're just four words but i want us to discuss them because i believe they are the they're, they're the foundation on which we should base our lives and most importantly our love relationships you know this should form the basis so um, in the beginning, God. God must be the center of our lives. You know, that is a life that we call a theocentric life, where God is at the center of, of, of our lives. Uh, and um, even for us as young people, you see, the reason why the story of Adam and Eve was such a beautiful love story, it's because of one thing. And which is that God was at, at uh, you know, he was, the center, he was at, at the center of it all. God was at the center. And you see, if we are to get our relationships right, if we are to get our, uh, our, you know, our dating right, 
then we must begin with the beginning of everything you know we must begin with the creator we must begin with god himself because you know it's not just um you know is it a coincidence or what do i say it's not just that it happened that the first of, uh, four words of the bible happened to be in the beginning god it is to point us to who should be the main player of this story it is to point us to who should be the real player the main actor is the main actor in this movie so it must be god we are just helping him develop his story so we must begin with god and you see these uh, first four words of genesis they are true you know and 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 that points us to to this to this it it only makes a sense um you know to admit that our lives would work best under the um you know under the working of god all right you know creation works best under the authority of its creator now let me give you an example and and, and you know this is where you tap your fingers <laughs> um a creation only works best under the instruction and authority of its creator consider the example of a phone um a techno an iphone you see the reason why these things work well it's because they are working under an, under an instruction that is in uh, maybe a software and even the hardware of the manufacturer himself the techno phone works because the techno uh, manufacturers conditioned the phone to work in a, in a in a particular pattern and you see even for us god is our creator we are his creation and it would be devastating to think that we would drive apart from him all right if we are to drive then god we must work under his instruction and we must work under his authority and this pattern is continually repeated in the bible we have seen uh, of instances where people decided to run away from god thinking that they would do it on their own but they you know they failed um an example is is who an example is the, the you know um uh, and this is this this was metaphorical symbolical the prodigal son you know the father represented god and 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 the prodigal son represents us and you know um the son thought he was mature and and said ah, no no i father i need my inheritance and you know the father was gracious gave him the inheritance but went and wasted it um in a foreign country and then uh, comes back later and the father embraces him I believe the story is to show us that we cannot do anything. We cannot drive apart from God. We cannot be the best version of ourselves that God created us to be apart from him. All right? Um Moses tried to no Jonah rather. Jonah tried to run away from God's purpose over his life. But you see, we know what happened. God had to realign him to his will. We cannot drive apart from God. God is our creator. We would only do better if we work under his instruction. What happens when God is out of the picture? You know, matters start arising. Envy, you know, um, heart, you know, cheating. All these kinds of things start happening when God is not in the picture. I've said God is the standard of our relationships. And just like uh, he, Christ, relates uh that is the groom relates with the church who is his bride then we must take that example and we must follow it even in our relationships all right so 
if you want your relationship with the opposite sex to thrive, then you must start at the beginning. And where is that? You must start at the beginning. Who is God? At the beginning, God. So you must start with God. And I know, especially the, the young people, we try to think that um, going to church, attending services, uh, and, and doing all that religious stuff makes it... Um, makes makes us saved and makes us have a right relationship with God but no 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 that is not the case there's a difference between being religious and there's a and there's a difference between uh I mean there's a difference between being religious and having a personal driving relationship with Christ those are two different things most people are religious but most people are not Christians per se most people are religious but are not Christians per se so we must cultivate a relationship with Christ if we are to get our relationships right. Your relationship with Christ will determine your relationship with other people. If you don't have a driving walk with God, then you can be sure your relationships won't, won't, won't thrive as God would have wanted them to thrive if he were in the picture. Okay? All right? So we must involve God. God must be the main player. We must ask of his guidance. He must take the spotlight in our lives and more so in our um, relationships. All right? The first four words reveal who has the spotlight. It is God. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. You know, the, these first four words introduce us to, you know, the main person who will be playing the hugest, if, if that's an English term, <laughs> will be playing the biggest role in creation. In it, and it is after we are introduced to God, then the writer of Genesis, who is believed to be Moses, goes ahead to list. In the beginning, God, you know, let me read the, the, the first verse of Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So we are introduced to the main person, and then we are introduced to his works. Alright? So, if you know, these this, uh, first four words give the spotlight on God. It reveals um, who the Bible reads about and who has the spotlight of the entire production. So, God must be the center of our, of our movie, all right, of our relationship movie. He must be the center. Um, we live in a, in a, in a generation where... Um, a, humani a humanistic, uh, what do I call it? A humanistic ideology is driving so much and, and it's all about self. It's about myself, my goals, my ambitions, my place in the universe, my happiness, my success. You know, everything is about me. It's about me and what uh, can happen to me. But then why don't we change this and we go back to the scripture and learn who, um, who should be at the center, and that is God. God is the chief protagonist. You know, so if we are to enjoy any of his gifts, that is including romantic relationships with the opposite sex, we must turn to him. All right? He's the creator. And if we are to do well, like I said before, we must look to him as, as the creator so that we can drive well as his creation. You know, Pursuing a relationship without God, it would be like putting um, the cart before the horse. 
<laughs> it, it would be like putting the cart before the horse. The, the horse, rather. We will face challenges. We will face challenges. So let us let us make God um, the center. We, we must cultivate a theocentric life so that we can thrive, so that we can do well. A blazing romantic relationship is a fringe of a relationship where God has taken the position of the sovereign Lord. You know, um, and I, I, I was reading a book by John Bevere, and he says, when we get born again, we not only accept Christ as Savior, but we also accept him as Lord. Now, Lordship means he takes authority and control over everything that pertains over our lives. Um, the, the Savior bit is more of receiving his gift so that we can uh, become his. But you see, the Lordship bit is the emphasis on him taking, having authority of our lives. So in other words, when we get born again, we give him control over every bit of our lives. He can, he can take control of everything, our, our sex life, our relationships, our, la our love life, you know, our workplaces, everything that pertains of us, he takes authority. And you know, when Christ is in, uh, is in authority, there are things that we cannot do. But you see, in, a, in, you know, in our times, we want the Savior, with the, but we don't want the Lord. We want to enjoy his benefit, his gift of salvation, but we don't want to enjoy his position. We don't want him to take his position as Lord in our lives. And that is where we, we, are, getting, we are getting it wrong. The pop culture, you know, romance has taken center stage in our world. And, and you know, um, God has been reduced to a filler performance during the, the break, you know. Um, those people who come and entertain you when, um, you know, maybe a scene is on a break. You, you, I, I believe you've been to theaters and maybe when the show is on a break, people come to entertain you just to get you psyched for the next um, act, scene, scene. You know, God has been reduced to that filler position. We want to go out there and chase relationships, chase after sex, chase after love. And probably when we get it, now that is when we want to involve God. God is not a filler in our relationships. He's not a consultant. He's not an advisor. No, he is and he must be the center. He must be the main act uh, of our relationships. All right. Um, his gift of relationship with the opposite sex will only be realized to the maximum when we accept that he is God and we are not. You know, point blank, we are not God. We are his creation. And, and you know, if, it is, if we are to realize uh, and explore our relationships to the, maxim, to the maximum, then we must realize that he is God and we are his creation. And we cannot, uh, we cannot reduce him to that filler position in our lives. Wanting, um, wanting a, a, a relationship with the opposite sex and having and it having nothing with the creator, you know, is so common in our generation. So common, so common. I can attest. And and um, from a post personal point of view, I found myself in that position where I want to God to come and feel and take a filler position in my life. And that has been fatal for me. I can attest. It has been fatal for me. 
wanting a successful relationships or wanting a relationship with the opposite sex without god in without god uh without god being in the picture that is relational suicide that is a relational suicide so look into creation to give you only what the creator can give you is the first error in our pursuit of romantic relationships all right most of us are looking to creation to get only what the creator can give us you cannot substitute god there isn't a substitute for him okay so if you want to get our relationships right we must know that god is not a means to an end he's not a means to our happiness but our happiness is as is a result of god being in charge of our lives all right I, and i think that's deep if you if we want to get um our relationships right we must realize that god is not a means to our happiness rather our happiness is as a result of god being in charge in charge of our lives rather so if if we are to have and enjoy our relationships who must be in charge god god cannot give us happiness and peace apart from him apart from himself because he is not there if he is not there then he cannot give us happiness and peace because those are his gifts so if we if we must get the our relationships right where do we begin we must begin with god he must be in charge we must make him the center and like the bible the first four words of the bible in the beginning god and i want you to look at your life at your relationships life at your relational life how has it been have you been involved in god in the decisions you make has he been at the center has he been the standard and if not then this would be the right time to start making the necessary corrections involve him in your plans involve him in your in your sex life involve him in your in your love and and and, and relationships okay and i believe when god is at the center then you will be able to realize the fullest and and the the maximum potential capacity that and enjoy and happiness that comes with being in a relationship all right so where do we begin we begin with god because in the beginning god in, in at the beginning of our relationships god and i believe when we involve him he will you know he will perfect that which concerns us and that's and that includes even our relationships so i believe we have been we we have benefited at least we have learned where we should begin where we should start and if god is at the center then he will give us joy peace and happiness that that are part of his gift package so thank you so much for tuning in today um i look forward to continue uh, bringing more of this podcast to you kindly subscribe uh to my blog on wordpress that is penzi.word uh penzi.home.blog rather to receive um an update via email of when i post uh, an article you can read you can share with your friends in your circles and i believe let this message of purity reach every young man and every young woman out there because ignorance is not defense it's not a defense if you know or you don't that's not a form of defense so kindly share uh, even the link of this podcast 
share it with your friends share it with your cousins your sisters your brothers let them know and let us take this message of purity to our next level god bless you so much it's been an honor see you next time on the next episode episode three it will be amazing i promise you see you and god bless you